Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus. We are ready to read Exodus chapter 14. Now, last time we read Exodus 13. Now, in Exodus 13, the children of Egypt, I mean the children of Israel, I apologize, left Egypt. And I'm going to read the last couple of verses here. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. And with that, we are ready to read Exodus chapter 14. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the sons of Israel to turn back and camp in front of Pi-haroth. Now I'm going to pronounce these names as best I can, as always, but we know I'm terrible. Let's just admit it and move on, okay? (laughs) Between Migdal and the sea, you shall camp in front of Baal-Zephon, opposite it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the Israelites, They are wandering aimlessly in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. I will harden, make stubborn, defiant Pharaoh's heart, so that he will pursue them. And I will be glorified and honored through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Egyptians shall know without any doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord. And they did so. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants had a change of heart toward the people. And they said, Why is this that we have done? We have let Israel go from serving us. So Pharaoh harnessed horses to his war chariots for battle and took his army with him. And he took six hundred chosen war chariots, and all the other war chariots of Egypt, with fighting charioteers all um, over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the Israelites as they were leaving confidently and defiantly. The Egyptians chased them with all the horses and war chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, and his army, and they overtook them as they camped by the sea beside Pi-haroth in front of Baal-Zephon. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them, and they were very frightened. So the Israelites cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What is this that you have done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did we not say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians as slaves than to die in the wilderness. Notice how quickly they turn and they're ready to say that. Why did you bring us out of our bad situation? 
this is a worse situation. Why, why did you bring us out of that? Notice they're, they're struggling to believe and trust in God. They're going through a big change. I, I don't know how many times that we in life we go through big changes. Maybe we make a big move, a big job change or something. And a lot of times when you make those changes, at first, things seem worse. Okay, I admit it. I, I made a big move. I moved from years ago. I moved from uh, North Carolina to Ohio. Big move, a big change, big job change. It was uh, a time of upheaval. And there was a lot that I had to do and go through. But it was actually a better thing for me. I grew and learned a lot, and I set me up to be in a much better position where I am now. Sometimes, you know, we've got to, to, to go with what, you know, I, I was blessed to actually know what I needed to do. I'm going to say that. Though at the time when I was doing it, I'm sure I was not, you know, I knew it's what I, I believed. I believed it was what I needed to do. However, you know, how certain are we when we do things like that? We're not always 100% certain. But I was trusting and I believed that it was what I needed to do. And it has worked out. It has been actually the correct thing. Not through anything that really I did. I was just trusting um, I was trusting what I was seeing, and I was trusting the Lord that that it was going to be correct for me in the long run. But a lot of times, and at first, it was hard. At first, it was a struggle. It was difficult on a lot of levels. And that is the way this is. It's going to be difficult. Now, here at the first sign of difficulty, they're like, well, why did you bring us out here? Just let us die in Egypt. So many times in our lives, our attitude matters. We need to think things through a little bit. If we're coming out of a bad situation, trying to make things better, sometimes it's going to take some work. It's going to take a little time. Sometimes things might get worse for a little amount of time before they get better. Then Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Now notice this advice. This is good advice. We need to trust in the Lord. And sometimes we just need to keep silent and remain calm. Keep doing what we need to do. Do what we know we should be doing. You know, don't let that worry, don't let that fear, don't let those things run you and overrun you or overtake you and cause you to act rashly or incorrectly. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the sons of Israel to move forward toward the sea. As for you, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it so that the sons of Israel may go through the middle of the sea on dry land. As for me, hear this, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will go in to see after them, and I will be glorified and honored 
through Pharaoh and all his army and his war chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know without any doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord when I am glorified and honored through Pharaoh, through his war chariots and his charioteers. The angel of God, who had been going in front of the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them. The pillar of the cloud moved from in front and stood behind them. Now, this tells us that the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire was an angel of God. So the angel that, you know, that, that is the pillar of cloud that was moving in front of them moved behind them, children of Israel, to protect them. So it came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. It was a cloud along with darkness, even by day, to the Egyptians. But it gave light by night to the Israelites. So one army did not come near the other all night. So this cloud, this angel, ran interference between Egypt and the children of Israel to give them time to move along and to protect them from that army. God had everything planned out and was, you know, getting ready to enact this plan. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea back by a strong east wind all that night and turned the seabed into dry land, and the waters were divided. The Israelites went into the middle of the sea on dry land, and the waters formed a wall to them on their right and on their left. Then the Egyptians pursued them into the middle of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, war chariots, and his charioteers. So it happened at the early morning watch before dawn that the Lord looked down on the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud and put them in a state of confusion. He made their chariot wheels hard to turn and the chariots difficult to drive. So the Egyptians said, Let us flee from Israel, for the Lord is fighting for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come back over the Egyptians on their war chariots and their charioteers. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal flow at sunrise, and the Egyptians retreated right into it, being met by the returning water, so the Lord overthrew the Egyptians and tossed them into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the charioteers, and all the army of Pharaoh that had gone into the sea after them, not even one of them survived. But the Israelites walked on dry land in the middle of the sea, and the waters formed a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. The Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power which the Lord had used against the Egyptians, they feared the Lord with reverence and all filled respect, and they believed in the Lord and his servant Moses. 
So all the other plagues and miracles had not convinced them. The first sign of trouble, they were ready to blame God, blame Moses. Why did you bring us out here? But now after this, now they've gotten that relief, just like Pharaoh asked Moses and Aaron to get him relief from the plagues. Now that they got that relief and the Egyptian army is no longer a threat, now they believe in the Lord and his servant Moses. Just think on that. Are we that type of fair-weather Christian? Do we only believe and follow God when things are good, when things are going the way we want them to go? Is that the only time that we're really Christians? Because that's not the way it should be. We should always be believing in the Lord and following Him, even during the hard times, even when it's really rough. Like Job, Job is an example of that type of thing, even when everything was going wrong. And that's how we should be. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.